Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Post is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Uh, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Uh, Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right? That's the 4.0. Join over two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you: 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, when you go to manscaped.com and insert the code MOTP. Right, Adam, I am looking at my box of Manscaped uh, stuff that's come to me now. So I've got this trimmer just here. Yeah. It looks pretty nifty, uh, very sleek and long and black. Uh, and also uh, you get a ball toner and a ball deodorant and you get a Manscaped wash bag, uh, Manscaped t-shirt, and you get a sort of newspaper mat in which so you don't have to make a mess everywhere and get complained at by your... Uh, spouse for leaving things all over the floor. This looks pretty decent, doesn't it? Is that what the newspaper was for? I just thought it was for reading the Sudoku. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, that is go to manscaped.com uh, and enter the code MOTP for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Hello, Gene. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. Um, we are back. I am your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I have got Adam. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Well, I'm good. How many times have you listened to the full 10-minute version of All Too Well by Taylor Swift this week? Oh, that whole 10 minutes? Yeah. Zero times. Have you not even seen the film? Film? Yeah. There's a film? There's a film on YouTube that she made. No. Oh, I know someone on who YouTube. can answer. <laughs> I, don't think you can put, I don't think you can put put something on youtube you'll have to call it a film <laughs> i know somebody who probably has watched it emma how are you i'm well how are you i'm really good thank you how many times have you heard it uh what today well i think i'm in <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm in double figures for the week oh yeah easy yeah how many times today i've just had one today uh three three that's pretty impressive yeah. i think i that's half an hour. <laughs> I think, and I, yeah, I could not think of a better way to spend half an hour. Exactly. I think I've listened to it three times on a couple of days this week. I've only seen the film once, though. I have only seen the film once too, but I might watch it again. Yeah, I think I probably need to watch it again. What is the film? Oh, when we say film, are we, do we mean music video? No, it's a short film. So it's got. Yeah. So, it's got Sadie Sink from Stranger Things in and Dylan O'Brien, uh, who I'd never heard of, uh, and it is she, he's considerably older than her. They fall in love, um, but then he starts. Well, spoilers, Chris. 
<laughs> what do you want me to tell you? Or... What? No, now you come with I know now. I know now. I understand that it's a a short film. It's basically a uh, semi-biographical representation of her relationship with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Boo. <laughs> I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to watch Donnie Darko in the same way again. <laughs> uh, right. So this week we're going to talk about World Cup qualifying from across the globe. Um, leagues around Europe and the Premier League are back. We're going to talk about them as well as bits and bobs of news. So you guys might want to pull up a chair for a little bit because I've got a bit of talking to do. So I'm going to take a nap. You're going to take a nap, are you? <clears throat> uh, well, I'll tell you what we do, Adam. We'll start in. Uh, I'm already, I'm already laying down. I can't promise I'm not going to take a nap. <laughs> we will start in Group I for Europe uh, and the way to qualifying because that is England's group. England qualified on 26 points. Um, so the only the top team qualifies, the other teams go through to a, uh, a playoff. Um, so England beat San Marino 10-0. Uh, they finished on 26 points, Poland 20, uh, and then Albania missed out on 18 points. So you watched this game, did you? Yep, I watched all 10 of those goals. What do you think about the debate this week about uh, Harry Kane's uh, people are calling it stat padding. So he's um, he's getting a lot of goals against very meh teams, and he's somehow level with uh, Gavrilinka quite quickly. Gavrilinka doesn't um, have a problem with it. No, because Gavrilinka knows if you scratch away the surface of his goals, he scored some goals against some very meh teams. Uh, he did. I mean, you could say that it was slightly easier in his, uh, slightly more difficult in his day because. Uh, instead of Why? playing, well, instead of you played one giant Soviet team rather than all the little piddly ones in the same Yugoslavia as well. Yeah, but he still played some uh, teams to score goals against. Oh, he must have done. Yeah. He must well have done. I mean, Luxembourg, Luxembourg didn't go anywhere, did it? No, that was never part of the Soviet Union. No. A little satellite state next to France. <laughs> um. Yeah, so you do buy into that theory that some of his goals don't mean as much or, you know, the, it's a disgrace he's only two goals behind Wayne Rooney. No, well, Wayne Rooney definitely can't, definitely never played against the, the USSR. No. Nope. Um, but also the, impre- the more impressive nature of Harry Kane's, Kane's records is that uh, how quickly he scored the goals as well. Yeah, and as I considered when reading these things, uh, Harry Kane has done it in more than one tournament for England, which I don't think Rooney really did, did he? He's cut down in his prime. Cut down in his prime? What, not qualified yeah. from Euro 2008? No, no, in 2004. Oh, he was 17. <laughs> he didn't get any better from him. As he walked Maybe off... he might have been 18. As he limped off the pitch, we'd have won that tournament, Chris. We, I, we'd you know have what? We might well have done. He probably would have. Uh, he should, you said suggestion he sort of like shot himself as he walked off the pitch. It's never getting any better. I might as well. <laughs> um, where do you stand with the people talking about teams like San Marino pre-qualifying? Are you a fan of that? I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely a fan of that. Are you? Why is that? Because we beat them ten nil, Chris. Okay. What did that achieve for anyone? Our goal difference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which, is a, which, when you actually think about it, is a really crummy way. Imagine if this group had been tighter mm. and the the, um, the the qualification comes down from which team battered San Marino the most. 
Well, I mean, they're a team that you have to batter, I suppose. Emma, what do you reckon to this? Uh, Pre-qualifying, so you don't have to play the rubbish teams. Mm. Um, I really don't care enough about international football. (laughs) Um, Would that mean there'd be more or less of it? What, international football? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Would there be the same amount? Because you have the pre-qualifying, but then you have fewer teams getting through to the qualifying. Yeah, I think there maybe would be the same amount. Just maybe spread over. If they come up with a way to make less of it, then I'll be on board with it. I mean, the one thing about San Marino is the fact that unlike uh, England, Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland, they're a sovereign nation. So, you know, maybe they have more of a right to this than we do. Oh, sure. We can make Scotland and and Northern (laughs) Ireland pre-qualify as well. And Wales. Well, Wales are doing quite well. They'd probably be high enough in the rankings to get through on merit. Yeah. Uh, well, they did. Yeah, they did pretty well. They finished second in Group E. They drew one-one with Belgium. Uh, Kiefer Moore and then Kevin De Bruyne. So Belgium finished top on twenty. Wales fifteen. Czech Republic fourteen. Uh, so if I just sort of start with Group A. So Serbia um, finished top, and then Portugal throw, go through to the qualifying because uh, Alexander Mitrovic scored a last-minute goal in Portugal um, to give Serbia a win over Portugal, which left Cristiano Ronaldo crying on the floor, which is always good to see. Uh, Emma in Group B, Spain finished on 19 points, four ahead of Sweden. Um, in Group C, I guess I wrote Estland. I'm guessing that is Switzerland rather than Sunderland. Uh, <laughs> They finished on 18 points. So Switzerland are there. They're two points ahead of Italy. Uh, they drew 0-0 in Northern Ireland, whereas um, Switzerland beat Bulgaria 4-0. There were absolute sort of scenes off and on the pitch uh, and in the changing rooms for Switzerland as they got there. Italy win the Euros, and a few months later, they can't even qualify for a World Cup. Seems a bit peculiar, doesn't it? Well, they didn't qualify for the last World Cup either. No, they didn't. That's very true. Uh, Group D, France, 18 points. Uh, finished top, then Ukraine on 12. Uh, Bosnia, uh, sorry, uh, Bosnia lost to uh, sorry lost two to the Ukraine, uh, and France beat Finland two 0 uh, We talked about Belgium in uh, Group F. Denmark finished on twenty seven points. Scotland are in second place in the playoffs on twenty three. In Group G, the Netherlands on twenty three points. Uh, they qualified Turkey on twenty one points. Norway on eighteen missed out, so no Erling Haaland at the World Cup. Did anybody see Louis Van Gaal uh, at the training pitch? Yeah. Emma. In his little wheelchair. Li- what well, was it a wheelchair? Was it Adam? It was a, well. This was a it, this was a buggy. It was a golf cart, wasn't buggy. it? <laughs> it wasn't a golf cart. I think, oh, it was, it? I think it. I think it might have been like the. You know how some stadiums have um, uh, like almost like golf cart stretchers. Yes. You don't see them so much nowadays, unfortunately. No, but they were good fun for a while. Louis Louis Van Gaal found one. Yeah. Everyone's trying to sort of train in the middle of a pitch and he's driving through the middle of it like some sort of demolition derby, isn't he? <laughs> as, I, only, as only Louis van Gaal can. He's a great I man. Have, I think I've come to the conclusion that I don't think there's a Louis van Gaal story but I don't laugh. <laughs> when, uh, when, I learned, when I learned on this week's Football Extra bit, Football Weekly that he tried to teach, yes. <laughs> teach children <laughs> how to pole vault while wearing leather shoes indoors... <laughs> In his big fifties, and ended up injuring himself. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so uh, yeah. I don't you're think the it... of, you're the kind of person. That, do you know what? I'd the amount of money I'd pay to sit next to him at some sort of charity <laughs> function and just hear stories. 
No, we'll be good. I think the only thing he doesn't come particularly well out of is the Robert Enker story, but I think, um, and obviously the sort of consequences there, but yes, you're right, he uh, is a man who you'd like to spend a lot of time listening to. Um, in Group H, uh, Russia qualifying 23 points, then Croatia on 22, uh, Group I talked about. Group J, finally, uh, Germany finished top on 27 points, and uh, North Macedonia make it to the qualifying stage uh, on 18 points. They edge out Romania on 17 points. Um, North Macedonia beat Iceland 3-1, whereas Romania did all they could against Liechtenstein, but uh, couldn't make it. Um, so that is Europe. Within Asia, uh, there are two groups. I'll just read you the, um, the sort of top few places. So the, the first two qualify automatically. Third place team goes to an inter-confederation uh, final. Uh, there's still some fixtures to be played in, in the Asian qualifying. Uh, so in Group A, top R, Iran on 16 points and South Korea 14. Uh, UAE, UAE are down on 6 with Lebanon on 5 uh, in the latest round of qualifying. Uh, South Korea beat Iraq 3-0, Syria lost 3-0 at home to Iran, uh, and in the crunch game for the playoff, uh, Lebanon beat UAE, uh, sorry, Lebanon lost 1-0 at home to the UAE. Uh, in Group B, Saudi Arabia have topped Japan 12 points, Australia in the playoff place on 11 points, 4 ahead of uh, Oman. Um, so China drew 1-1 with Australia, Vietnam uh, lost at home to Saudi Arabia, and Oman lost 1-0 at home to Japan. Uh, in the CONCACAF region, Canada, they're the team to watch everybody. Canada. Canada. Yeah, they are top of the table. Uh, so they're on 16 points. Uh, USA a point behind on 15. Then Mexico in the last automatic place on 14. Then Panama on the um, in 14th place in the Interconfederation Cup position. But Canada, they uh, they beat Mexico 2-1. I think they already beat the United States uh, uh, not so long ago as well. But that's a team with Jonathan David in uh, and obviously Alfonso Davis. So that's a team game play is Canada is. be nice to see them at World Cup, won't it? Yeah, why not? Yeah, they'll be the next one, of course, because they're sort of co-hosting, but it'd be nice to see them at two. <laughs> they need to practice. <laughs> they do, they do. Panama beat El Salvador 2-1, uh, and the United States drew 1-1 with Jamaica. Um, a goal from Timothy Way for the United States. Michael Antonio with an absolute worldie in, for Jamaica. Has anyone seen this? Nope. Okay, well, he picks the ball up about sort of 30 yards out, uh, beats one player, uh, comes in sort of the um, the middle of the pitch, uh, and then sort of unleashes a rasping curler into the top left hand keeper's top left hand corner. Um, and this is bettered by the fact that, uh, you know, sometimes when a player scores, another player runs in with a follow up and just boots it into the back of the net, just in celebration. Uh, well, the player that did this completely missed his kick and landed on his bottom. So it's all the better for that. Uh, okay, in Comnebol, uh, she's not here unfortunately, I was hoping to talk to her about this. Uh, so Brazil and Argentina qualified, um, they played out a goalless draw uh, in midweek, so Brazil atop on 35 points at that table, um, Argentina in 29. Shocking. Shocking. Brazil and Argentina qualify. Yeah. Who could have guessed <laughs> Well, the top four qualified, uh, so uh, current in contention in the last two automatic places are, uh, oh bloody hell Emma, I didn't do it again. I was gonna oh, get... you missed that quite often. Oh, yes, I was thinking about it earlier on today as I was writing all this out. God damn it. Uh, yeah, it's Ecuador on 23 points and then Colombia on 17 points. Um, in the playoff position is Peru on 17, but chomping at the... Well, you're not done. I'm confused. Normally I like getting Sasha's Ecuador, so when I read out the... Uh, I'll say who they're playing. So in this case, it was Chile nil, and then Sash would, e would shout Ecuador, and then I'd say two. <laughs> Um, it's a very niche name to <laughs> Exactly. It makes them feel young. 
Wow, yeah, some, something needs to. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, they're just outside the playoff places. Are Chile and Uruguay both on 16 points? So, uh, yeah, they're those scores from Argentina, Brazil and Chile, Ecuador. Um, well, it'd, be a real, it'd be a real shame when we have one of them batters New Zealand. <laughs> uh, Bolivia beat Uruguay 3-0. Um, and uh, unfortunately, Uruguay missed a penalty and Colombia drew 0-0 with Paraguay. Well, there won't be a problem with that next time. I don't the next World Cup with the 48 teams because um, one Oceania team makes it automatically. There's too many teams. There's not too many teams. And also, there? look, if, if, if a whole continent has to pre-qualify to be able to play South America, why can't San Marino? Uh, because there, I would argue that the Oceania qualifying is skewed as well. Oceania should have at least two automatic places. Even the one they're getting at the next World Cup isn't enough because that would just be New Zealand. So you would rather Sorry. have Australia and New Zealand? Well, no, Australia in the Asian group, aren't they? Australia, no. Australia because they were sick of having to... <laughs> Because they were sick of having to lose, of losing to um, to Uruguay all the time in the playoffs. Exactly, that's why they moved. Uh, yeah, so, so they they pretended to be Asian, which is everything Australians hate. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. So the 2026 World Cup, uh, Oceania is going to have one uh, representative representative place, but I think it should be two at least. At uh, least, you're a lunatic. 48 teams there's room for there's room for at least three Oceania teams 48 teams every two years you could you could even could you name three Oceania teams of course you can okay um New Zealand yes Fiji we can can guess about the islands sure we can all guess about the islands well then you can then you can name them Papua New Guinea exactly Samoa I guess she's doing loads so she can name them. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like she doesn't have a job and doesn't have anything to do all day other than look at an atlas. How dare you? I have several jobs. We, we did that. That phase has passed. We did the bit where we were trying to see how many times, how quickly we could do the sporkle quiz. Emma completed it and ruined it. Okay. <laughs> exactly. I did it so fast. You stopped trying. <laughs> Some of us have jobs, you know. So we actually, actually um... I have a job. <laughs> we didn't then. I'm sorry, I don't work in local government. <laughs> More for you. <laughs> sorry, Chris, remind me again about when you were watching two different TV programmes while you were supposed to be working. No, I have no idea what you're on about. <laughs> Probably while listening to Taylor Swift. <sighs> I, I don't recall. I don't recall. Anyway, Africa. Africa. Let's move on quick. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, in the African qualifying uh, top uh uh, top team goes through to the uh, third qualifying round. Uh, so in Group A, Algeria on 14 points, Burkina Faso on 12. So uh, goals from Figuli and Riyad Mahrez gave Algeria a 2-2 draw with Burkina Faso. Um, Tunisia in Group B are top. Uh, they beat, uh, they uh, are two points ahead of Equatorial Guinea. So Tunisia on 13, Equatorial Guinea on 11. So Tunisia go through. Uh, Group C, Nigeria uh, on 13 points. And Cape Verde on 11. Um, and those two teams managed to draw. So Nigeria did what they did. Uh, in Group D, Cameroon 15 points. Ivory Coast are out. They're on 13 points. Cameroon beat Ivory Coast thanks to a goal from uh, Leon's Toko Akambi. Um, group E, Mali on 16 points on top. Uh, group F, Egypt 14 points. Um, Gabon were on 17, so uh, sorry, seven, so Gabon don't go through. Um, 
In Group G, Ghana on 13 points. South Africa didn't qualify, even though they're on 13 points. So their goal difference was the same. Uh, it went, happened to go through on the fact that Ghana scored one more goal. So Ghana beat South Africa 1-0 thanks to an Andre Ayew goal. South Africa Confederation are complaining, though. They think that it wasn't a very fairly official game. Uh, Group H, Senegal gone through. They finished on 16 points, 8 ahead of Togo. Group I, Morocco on 18 points. Guinea-Bissau were second on 6 uh, and Group J, finally, the Congo go through to the third round of qualifying. Uh, they finish a point ahead of Benin. So, after all that, qualified teams for the World Cup so far are Qatar's hosts uh, from Europe. We've got Germany, Denmark, France, Belgium, uh, Croatia, Spain, Serbia, England, uh, Switzerland, and the Netherlands with Louis van Gaal in his golf cup. Uh, and from South America is Brazil and Argentina. So nobody from Africa or Asia as yet. Uh, Oceania won't be commencing their qualifying until next year because of COVID. Uh, and that says it. We're all up to date. Any World Cup questions from anybody? So none of those teams that you said there are a surprise that they've qualified. Uh, what? It's like it's a waste of time doing qualifying. Whereabouts do you think? All no, of those. none of well, them are surprised. No name there, I think. Yeah. Switzerland ahead, Switzerland ahead of Italy? They did quite well at the Euros, though, didn't they? Well, Italy won. Also, Italy are not out. No. Yeah, they're in a playoff. Yeah. yeah, but you would assume that Italy would finish would finish higher. They're probably all still drunk from the Euros. Well done. <laughs> hundreds, of, hundreds of games, also Italy, don't automatically qualify. Canada, top. 16 points uh, ahead of the United States and Mexico. But you said the players that they've got, they're pretty good, so... They are pretty good, but it's still... I mean, mm. given the American players and the Mexican players, uh, it's close in for the playoff spot in Group A in, the Asia, in Asia, between UAE and Lebanon. If you go through further down in the Commonwealth Division, then there's... Oh, that'll be important. That'll be important to see which... Which one of them can can try not to be as bad as Saudi Arabia at a World Cup? Oh, come on, <laughs> I look I look forward to that. See, this is where you're just so first world centric. It's that global game, and these it's sorts of the World Cup finals. It's, we it, have before finals, teams, before finals, finals. Oh, before finals. What are those two words? Yeah, that's fine. The whole thing is the part of the World Cup, Chris. When we watch the World Cup finals, yeah. we want to see the good teams. The whole point is to get rid of the dross. No, it's not. Not make it bigger for the dross. You don't want to watch a team get battered 10 now in the World Cup finals. But yeah, it happens. When was the last time a team lost? When was, when was the last time a team lost 10 nil at the World Cup finals? It was only nine, wasn't it? Okay, wait. Where? However many Saudi Arabia lost by. That was 20 years ago. No, oh, it, it was far more recent than that, wasn't it? That was 2002. They lost to Germany, 8 Well, there you go. That's not that many. Well, Germany lost by seven goals, so... Are you, yeah, are you saying get, we shouldn't get, get... Get Germany out as well. Are you saying, Bra <laughs> are you saying Brazil shouldn't be in because they lost 7-1 to Germany? Exactly, Chris. That's how it works. These results happen. It's a global game and it's a world game. And I am really, really excited about 2026 World Cup because of all these teams being there. International football sucks. It doesn't. It really, really doesn't. It sucks. Okay, in... next, next, next year when the World Cup is on, we'll start a new segment on the show called Emma Watches the World Cup. <laughs> Will it just be like white noise and that's it? 
Yeah, like, why is she doing this? <laughs> She's wasting her time. It really is. I mean, if you look at when Egypt qualified for the last World Cup, it was they qualified due to a last-minute Mo Salah penalty, and it was extraordinary the scenes that you saw there. Did he dive? <laughs> I don't even know what well, I don't even know if it was him that won the work uh, whether it was him that won the penalty or not, but it was him that took the penalty. I'll assume we dived. <laughs> it's a safe assumption. And the scenes of uh, Serbia going to the World Cup last week when they beat Portugal. You well, seeing... I don't want good things for Serbia because Novak Djokovic is from Serbia. Uh, well, there's bad people everywhere, I guess. <laughs> a whole country. A whole country. <laughs> Fuck. Millions of people. No, fuck those guys. But I bet none yeah, of them are vaccinated. But it means an awful lot to all these countries. It doesn't matter whether you're playing for Brazil or San Marino. It still means the same to you. And I think that... I'm sure they will have a great time in Qatar. I'm sure they Home will. Of and evil. Until they get sent home immediately because they were shit and they got knocked out and it was a waste of everyone. Well, it's a global game <laughs> and they went. Honestly, you're... That's fine. That's fine. It is a global game and they're involved in the World Cup right now. You're such right a... up until they don't need to be involved anymore when it's the World Cup final. You are such a first world snob. No. You are. This happens this happens in every competition, Chris. Is the FA Cup is the FA Cup first world snobbing because we don't we don't have sort of teams the we don't have the Premier League teams playing until the third round. I didn't hear, what was your question? Whether how is that any different to the World Cup when to the FA Cup, sorry, when when the good teams get introduced later on. That's even worse, right? I've always thought that's a bit of an anomaly. I would, yeah, I've always thought that's a bit of an anomaly. What anomaly, apart from the fact that it also happens in the League Cup? Yeah, that's wrong. I wouldn't have a League Cup myself. If I was was rewriting football, I wouldn't have... All I'm asking for is less teams at a World Cup and you're getting rid of whole competitions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ah, just making it up as you go along. No, aren't we all? When it, when it suits you, you don't want to have a league, league cup, but you do want to have, like, Fiji and Samoa playing each other at the one in in Canada in front of... Uh... I don't want a league you cup make, because... Sick. <laughs> I don't want a league cup because I don't think a third cup competition is necessary in this country. I don't think a, a second Oceanity is necessary. That's the same argument. It's not. <laughs> I told you he didn't like me. Uh, <laughs> right, let's move on. Domestic leagues are coming back, so let's go talk about some of those. Uh, so, um, in Spain... Uh, why, don't, why don't we let the League 2 teams play against the Premier League teams? Because we've got a footballing pyramid. <sighs> Keep up. Well, just... If, if we're going to just let everyone into the party, Chris, why don't we let... Well, you we don't let everybody into the party, Green, do you? Why wouldn't it Forest Green Rovers play at, um, at the Emirates tomorrow well no because there is there is only a certain amount Honestly, of teams that I'd are going to I would as well but on, there's only a certain amount of um, teams you are going to let into a World Cup I think 48 is maybe the right amount you're not going to get any, you can't have a 210 team World Cup can you that's, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bit that would be a that's little your, bit weird that's your dream <laughs> That is your dream. How long did the world take? Oh, it took four years, but we got there. There is no domestic football ever. Just continue. It took four years, we got there, and we're immediately starting the next one. 
<laughs> and, it's, and there's no seedings either, so it's literally just draw names of a hat, so you could have, like, Brazil well, versus... If Arsene Wenger has his way, there's two World Cups going on at the same time. <laughs> Brazil versus the Vatican City, you know, that's the sort of thing we'd have to have. You're like, wait a minute, is this for the... Is this for the t- the 2026 World Cup or the 2028 World Cup? All of them. <laughs> Pay attention. It's just one, just one big World Cup. <laughs> and then there's a winner at the end of every year. I mean, they might take so long that by the time you get to the final, the players that started the whole tournament have retired. They've retired. <laughs> Imagine a World Cup... The- that's the problem. The, problem. the reason it starts taking even longer is because the medal ceremony takes so long. There's <laughs> people out on wheelchairs. Imagine next year if Harry Kane lifts the World Cup in a qual- at the end of a qualifying competition that Tony Adams was the captain for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, OK, European leagues that are coming back this weekend. So in Spain, Real Sociedad are top on 28 points, a point ahead of uh, Real Madrid and Sevilla, and then Atletico Madrid and 23 points. So this weekend... Um, Real Sociedad play Valencia, Granada play Real Madrid, Sevilla play Alaves, uh, Atleti play Osasuna, and it's the Barcelona derby, Emma, as uh, Barcelona play Espanyol. Um, That's right, it's El Derby. El Derby, that means the derby, Adam. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Since we last spoke, spoke, Barcelona have recruited Xavi as their manager and have re-signed Danny Alves. I think they've listened to this and know that you don't listen, don't don't watch them anymore. I think they're trying to do their best to get you back. The great first step. Re-signing Danny Alves and putting a hundred million buyout clause on him is madness that I completely approve of. And giving him Iniesta's squad number. With all of my heart. There, there's nothing I wouldn't do for that man. Is, is he going to play right back? Yes. Because he hasn't done that for a couple of years. <laughs> well, somebody tweeted today that when they heard Barcelona assigned Danny Alves, they thought he was just director of football to replace Abidal. They didn't realise he'd be playing. <laughs> I think Chevy actually did want him to be a coach. But he was like, no, no. I can still play. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, like a, on like a league mandated minimum salary as well, whatever it is. Hey, he won the Olympics last year. He's a, yeah. The man is a serial winner. He's a medal machine. Like a, I love the man. I'm, I will not have a word said against him. There's also reports today in the English media that um, it's a full-on get the band back together situation and <laughs> that... Um, that um, Iniesta might be coming back as well. <laughs> what, as a player? Yeah. Well, if that happens, then that's how they're going to get me through the doors. They also talked about they also talked about Messi as well, but that very much felt like that was being added on. But there are stories that he's not having a great time, personally, in Paris. Uh, Laporta's been talking about signing Messi again. It's like, well, yeah. shut up, Juan. Just, 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 just. just. I've also seen I've also seen links uh, of a hundred million pound bid by Barcelona for Mo Salah. <laughs> With whose money? Well, exactly. <laughs> Doesn't stop these things being rumours. Yeah, we, we'll pay a hundred million, but we will pay you one pound <laughs> a, a week, <laughs> a year. <laughs> England will lift the World Cup uh, before. Uh, 
<laughs> Most Salah will be dead by the time you <laughs> You still have to have him. You still got to sort of have him sort of his skeleton on the pitch like a weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> We've played worse. <laughs> Looking at you, Luke De Jong. <laughs> uh, so, how do you think you're going to get on this weekend of the derby? Is that a foregone conclusion? Is it? Uh, well, Espanol are actually better than us. So, <laughs> what's the What's uh, the build-up like in the city in the week before of El Derby? <laughs> El Derby. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's not like classical because um, there's much more indifference mm. uh, to, to Barcelona uh, from Barcelona fans to Espanol fans. We don't really care that much. But I guess uh, this is the big thing for the Espanol fans, isn't it? What did you have to do? What do you yeah. have to do wrong in your life to be an Espanol fan? Yeah, because you were born in the wrong side of the tracks. Just, as someone who's been to that city, I've never seen anything. <laughs> you wouldn't know that Espanol existed. Is, do you come from well, a particular they place? They moved their stadium outside the city. Do you have to come from a particular place within the city of Barcelona to be an Espanol fan? Do they represent a particular yeah, neighbourhood? Yeah, you don't come from the city. <laughs> so where do you come from then? <laughs> The burbs, the suburbs. Oh, okay, they're, so they, they they kind of see them, you know, like um, Everton see themselves as the people's club. Yeah. Well, Spaniels think they're the people's club. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't like it, but still, it's a thing. So is it a class thing? You know, if you're a particular class, you're yeah. a Barca fan. If you're a bit richer, you're an Espanol well, fan. It always used to be. Uh, a class thing that um, Espanol fans were the working classes okay. but yeah I just don't care for them so have you noticed any discernible sort of buzz in the city this week uh, a little bit but that's just because it's nothing to do with the derby that's just because um, Xavi is back Javi. and Dani Alves is here oh okay fair enough and then Real Sociedad Valencia that'd be a good one wouldn't it that would be fun. Yeah. Um, Valencia are a wild team. I've never seen a team that scored more goals after 90 minutes than them. <laughs> like, they've scored, like, in the 96th minute, like, five times this season. I don't think you know which Valencia you're going to get, do you? That's the, the problem. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're very much a Jekyll and Hyde team. And Sossi, they don't score many, but they don't concede many either, do they? They don't. They're quite economical. Yeah. Um, I bought Ayazabel for um, Liverpool and football manager and he's rubbish oh he's not rubbish he is on this he's a good kid Carlos Soler's very well, good well then they've got their numbers wrong have they okay I've got Demir as well Demir's amazing on it uh, but anyway yeah but you paid too much for him though well I did yes that's very true they saw you coming <laughs> uh, in Italy Napoli are top on 32 points same number of points as Milan uh, Inter on 25 and Atalanta are 22 uh, so it's Inter Napoli this weekend Fiorentina Milan and Lazio versus Juventus so Lazio in, are in 5th place on 21 points so just outside the uh, Champions League places uh, Juventus are in 8th on 18 points in Germany Bayern are on 28 points uh, top then it's Dortmund 24 of course no Haaland uh, Freiburg on 22 Wolfsburg on 19 so it is Dortmund versus Stuttgart Augsburg Bayern uh, Byfield uh, versus Wolfsburg Freiburg Frankfurt and it's the Berlin Derby as Union take on Hertha um, in France PSG are on 34 points Lons 24 
Nice 23, PSG versus Nice, uh, so it's first versus third, uh, Brest versus Lons, Claremont versus, oh, hang on, Nice aren't playing twice, are they? <laughs> I would say it's unlikely that they're playing twice. PSG are playing somebody and Claremont are playing Nice. Anyway, the big game of the weekend is Leon. Big game of the weekend is Leon versus Marseille, which is on Sunday night. That's definitely one for your. Uh, one is it though? Because there's every chance that Leon also playing PSG. <laughs> no, it's definitely. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Marseille Nice is on this weekend as well. <laughs> Paris, Paris Saint Germain are playing Nantes. Nantes. Ah, oh, there we go. Began with an N. It was in. It was in the N family. Yeah, You're just not. Human, aren't you? Exactly. Don't put the blame on me. Um... <laughs> Uh, what else have we got? Okay, uh, in South America is the Copa Sudamericano final. This is the uh, equivalent of the Europa League. Two Brazilian teams in it this year, so it's um, Atletico Paranaense uh, take on um, uh, Bragantino, which are the or Bragantino, which are the Red Bull team in South America. Uh, in the MLS playoffs, it is uh, Philadelphia versus uh, New York Red Bulls, uh, Kansas versus Vancouver, New York City versus Atlanta, uh, and Portland versus Minnesota. The A-League is back. Um, Western Sydney Wanderers take on Sydney FC. Uh, Western United play Melbourne. That's a Melbourne derby. Uh, and it's the A3 derby as Newcastle Jets take on Central Coast Mariners. Um, Turkey's Fenerbahce versus Galatasaray. Uh, Emma. Mm-hmm. Andorra. It's El Derby. Kolomenk. Kolomenk. As right. FC Santa Coloma play UE Santa Coloma. Neither of those are Gerard Piquet's team. Need what, sorry? Neither of those are Gerard Piquet's team. Aren't they? Okay. Do you know anything no. about those teams? No. No? Yeah, that's not true. We know they're not Gerard Piquet's team. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in Andorra. Right, I know that about them. <laughs> okay, bits and bobs of news. Um, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, uh, do you know how long I've been waiting for the Andorra derby to come up? On my little fixture thing I look at every week. I've been... Dying for that to come up. Uh, <laughs> I wish I knew more about them for you. I need to get. <laughs> thank you. I need to get a hobby. Did you say? Yeah. Uh, you're right. Well, I've started the couch to five k. I run around a football field three times a week, clutching my chest. So if that counts. <laughs> I think like, you need to start like trying to re- restore antique furniture or something. Or. <laughs> That's not going to help me with my 10k inflatable run in April, is it? Learn how to whittle, something like that. <laughs> uh, okay, in news, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has been appointed the Rangers manager, uh, replacing Steven Gerrard. He's played there before, between 1998 and 2001, where he won five trophies. Uh, oh, in financial news, Adam, uh, Derby have been detu- deducted nine points, uh, which is on top of the 12 they'd already been deducted. Uh, and a further three suspended for breaches of um, EFL profit and sustainability rules. Uh, the same week, Reading have also been deducted six points for losing £57 million. Um, the EFL maximum is £39 million. I think that's in a financial year rather than in a suitcase somewhere. Um, Reading are now 19th with 16 points uh, in the Championship. Derby are bottom on minus three, 18 points from safety. I think they might be relegated this year. Paul Wayne Rooney. Bit shame, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, FIFA have said they won't intervene in the case of a former media officer of theirs called Abdullah uh, Ibhais who has been arrested and is now on hunger strike in Qatar. 
Epice worked for the Qatar Supreme Committee, uh, which was the sort of the World Cup committee in Qatar, uh, and has been arrested for fraud. He feels that he's been singled out due to the fact that in the past he has uh, supported uh, publicly mig- the plight of migrant workers and been highlighting that. Um, this comes on I top of the... I thought I was going to be said that because everyone's committing fraud. They're all doing it. <laughs> I just got caught. Uh, this comes at the same time as the Danish FA has said that they will continue to highlight human rights issues in Qatar now they qualify for the World Cup. Uh, their CEO, the Danish FA, uh, Jakob Jensen, um, has said that uh, the sponsors of the Danish team are, ho- are happy to give up space on training kits and shirts for human rights messages to be displayed. Um, I've been having a bit of a serious think about this, so I've. Uh, this is completely. Um, I don't know if it's the same thing or not. We're, we're in trouble here. <laughs> I've given. He's, he's, he's got his thinking hat out. <laughs> I've given Dave. I've given Dave on a Sunday show some grief for being a Newcastle fan, continuing to support Saudi Arabia. Uh, this week, I've deleted my Facebook account for the fact that they invest money within Facebook. Um, I like to think I do the right things and sort of follow the right ideals. Am I... Better delete, better delete, delete WhatsApp then, Griff. Better delete WhatsApp and, and Twitter. Instagram. And Twitter, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, so... Yeah, they're, they're owned by Facebook, though. Well, yes, I know. That's the thing. So how far down do we go down this rabbit hole? So we all want to do the right thing. We all know what's going on in Qatar. Should we be isn't thinking? The pro- isn't the problem if you only do some of them and not all of them? It's a bit virtue signaling, isn't it? Exactly. So, should we be boycotting, or should I be boycotting the World Cup? I could support you boycotting the World Cup, Chris. Would you be- come and join my the- side? International football sucks. The- no, but Chris's boycott is because there aren't enough teams involved. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the Cook Islands? <laughs> Chris. Chris is going on a hunger strike until Madagascar. <laughs> Everyone wants to see a penguin play football, surely. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know, we all try and do the right things and live by the sort of decent set of codes and values that we have, don't we? So, but, the, the, but we've been over this so many times, Chris. We like, yeah, this is. But at what point? Like we've talked before about sort of. At what point? How? Where do you have to go until the money in football isn't like it isn't grubby? Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the Olympics in China for uh, for similar sort of reasons. So I don't know. I feel a bit of a fraud because I know for a fact I will end up watching the World Cup because it's a month of football, um, and I don't want to miss don't want to miss it. But at the same time, I feel a bit grubby doing it. It has been not I mean, keeping me the away. Time, the, time, the time difference helped you not watch any Olympics as well, let's be honest. Every day. Olympics was in like 2008. Yeah. It's very easy, easy to not watch something that's happening in the middle of the night. <laughs> Are you going this to was watch shown. the Winter Olympics? <laughs> yeah. I've got to be honest. Are you going to watch the Winter Olympics, which starts in February? Not really. I haven't watched the Summer Olympics for the last three or four it'll, times. It'll be, in the, it'll be in the middle of the night. It's yeah, it's, it's in Beijing, so, you know... It'll <laughs> So, where were the Summer Olympics this year? Japan. Japan. Uh, well, that was easy enough not to watch. I, they just, I just don't... <laughs> I just don't really well, get interested in... Like last time. I just don't really get interested in the Olympics. The only real thing I think I watched in the Olympics 
was Andy Murray and Del Potro in 2016. That's the last time. That was, that was so good. That was epic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> grown men crying into towels at the end just because they're so exhausted. That was fabulous. But I haven't really watched the Olympics since. But, you know, we all want to do the right thing, don't we? particularly possible if you're a fan of sport no i've got to be honest this sort of thing has been not keeping me awake at night i sort of think about it when i'm in the shower and stuff when i've got a few minutes to myself that's not what you think about in the shower in 2002 i went to a works conference where we had to stay away for three days <laughs> Where we had to do a work, we had to go for three days to a works conference in Birmingham. Um, and on one particular night, all the guys went to the local Spearmint Rhino strip club, and I stayed in to watch Bolton Manchester United. <laughs> so, that, I can quite assure you that is what I'm thinking about in the show. <laughs> Bolton versus Manchester United. <laughs> From 2002. <laughs> no, so yeah, I, I honestly. that. <laughs> It's just Chris in the show. I think about Yuri Jorgaya. <laughs> I mean, he was a good player, wasn't he? <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so what else have we got? Quincy Promise, um, Dutch player and Spartak Moscow player, has been charged with attempted manslaughter after he allegedly stabbed a cousin of his with a knife. Um, <laughs> right, how do you have attempted manslaughter? Well, you try and accidentally kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, you try and accidentally kill someone. Okay. I think it's about... Um, do you know what? I was going to answer that question seriously, but I'm not going to bother. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to have a serious answer. It's a genuine question. Because if it's an accident, how can you try to do something by accident? I think it's to do with motive. If it's predetermined and planned. He stabbed him in the knee rather than like in his chest or something. <laughs> I don't right. think the location of the stabbing matters. Well, no, it, it does. Because if you're stabbing someone in the chest, that's pretty obvious you're going for a vital organ. You're still stabbing someone, though. You, yeah, but you could be stabbing someone not to kill them. I guess. Okay. Sure. I mean, this but is all. Isn't there? Is it? Is it? I think Chris might be right here because isn't there a whole thing about people in? Don't they? In is it in Turkey where they stab people in the leg? And I don't. I like the crime is less is considered less bad because. It's just but the you leg, can still it? bleed to death and die. Yeah, by accident. I, I, don't want, I don't want to get stabbed as much as the next guy. <laughs> uh, well, so Comedy Ball have suspended two Uruguayan referees after they uh, missed an elbow by Nicholas Otamendi on uh, Leeds' Rafinha, where he needed um, five stitches. Um, a Greek team in the second division called Kavala, uh, they don't have enough players um, to help them through the forthcoming fixtures. So they've hired local kickboxers and basketball players. Um, they've already forfeited two games this season due to lack (laughs) (laughs) they've already forfeited two games this season due to lack of players and they will be using these basketball players and kickboxes until the end of December basketball players just have an open trial (laughs) do you stick the basketball players up front where there'll be Peter Crouches or at the back where they'll get all the headers and clear them what do you do there put them on put them in goal yeah, they're too thin to be in goal, aren't they? They're not going to get down very well. Yeah, but they know how to use their hands. They're not going to be fighting their natural instincts to pick up the ball. Well, you think the kickboxers will be fighting their natural instincts? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this could be quite yeah, good Emma's, fun, uh, couldn't Emma's it? A, Emma's 100% right. Put them in goal. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, uh, and finally news, Bertie Old, uh, former Celtic player and part of the uh, 1967 Lisbon Lions European Cup winning team has died age 83. Uh, he was a midfielder who scored 85 goals and 283 appearances for them. He won four league titles, four Scottish and five league cups. Um, Celtic put out a statement saying they're quote unquote devastated. Uh, and he was a legend of the club for his many achievements. So uh, uh, we pass our condolences to his family. Um, Back with the Premier League. He's back this weekend. I think it's back till March, isn't it? Ooh. Woo! Oh, yeah, you don't have a winter break, do you? We have no. We sort of ramp it up. We have, we have the winter ramp up. It is really weird. I want... my, my, my dad's invited me around for Boxing Day. He does not have a fucking chance. <laughs> has he got Sky TV? It's going to be on Amazon, wouldn't it? Oh, really? Okay. Fair enough. Has he got Amazon? He does have Amazon, but he also has a house full of other people where I just want to watch the football. So I will do that at my mum's house where the football will be being watched. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, right. Well, speaking of um, televised football, on Saturday 12.30 on BT Sport, it is Leicester versus Chelsea in the Muzzy Is It derby. Uh, or in the game of Leicester versus Chelsea I attended, it's the uh, Chelsea fan getting beaten up because he cheered in the Leicester end derby. Um, did Muzzy is it, did Muzzy is it play for Chelsea? Yeah, that's where uh, City signed him from. I was at his debut. That was uh, before my time. I was at his debut. It was um, when Leicester lost 2-0 to Sheffield United and there was a protest after the match and I got a sand innovation by the cop because I was arguing with a steward. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to the present day. Um, that was around about the same time I found my girlfriend was cheating on me while watching TV um, and saw her at the ground with somebody else. But that's a separate story. Um, if the cop was, if they were all shouting wanker, that doesn't count as a standing ovation. <laughs> now they were clapping their hand at me. Um, so Chelsea have drawn just one, just one hand. That wasn't a clap, Chris. They were shouting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chelsea drew their last game before that they won their previous four Leicester have won two out of five Brendan Rodgers today ruling himself or has been linked and I think he sort of quashed rumours of the Manchester United job um, probably in the same he's way very that... much, he's very much ruling himself out of a, like, just he's ruling himself in the job that he's trying to rule himself out of but by, very much ruling himself into like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, I can't possibly comment on the, on the incredible amount of speculation linking me with the Manchester United job. Also, is this the equivalent of sort of me and you ruling ourselves out of a relationship with Megan Fox? You know, it's something that's never going to happen we're ruling ourselves out of. Speak for yourself, but Brendan Rodgers could very well be uh, Manchester United manager. Am I going to read through Hello magazine in a few weeks' time and sort of see you going to a movie premiere with Megan Fox arm in arm? If it was unlikely. <laughs> it might not happen. You've got more chance to get on Arsenal fan TV. Um, Leicester are unbeaten I'm in... I'm not the... going to. <laughs> Stop trying to send me to Arsenal fan TV. <laughs> Leicester are unbeaten in three at home uh, against Chelsea. Um, although Chelsea, these last three games away in the Premier League, they've won an aggregate of 7-0. So uh, they're still in form. I still think they're going to be... Um, winners of the Premier League come the end and I can see them and doesn't that does that not include the game where they scored seven goals against Norwich no away in the Premier League oh away okay yeah so that's even more if you take into account I, the I, Norwich I, be, I barely listen Chris if I'm honest 
as long as you download, that's fine. <laughs> um, okay, Emma, how do you see this one go? Uh, I think Chelsea will win. By a lot. Is it going to be tight? Uh... Like a good lady. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I can't believe I said that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, I'm about to end this call. <laughs> so, I'm really sorry. I feel physically sick. <laughs> what have you just done? <laughs> I'm really sorry. Go on, carry on. Now the ever for Manscaped. <laughs> uh, yeah, go on. Is Chelsea going to win easily or is it going to be um, closer? <laughs> I can't even think anymore. I mean, I'm horrified. What did I just hear? <laughs> I reckon Leicester could get something out of this. I think I think Jamie Vardy likes doing well against uh, sort of bigger teams. Um, Do Chelsea have all their players back now? Is Lukaku fit? Don't no, I don't think he is. He was on a bit of a scoring drought beforehand as well, wasn't he? He hadn't scored. I'll, I'll investigate now because um, Emma nearly made me decorate my bedroom wall with coke as she mentioned the landscape advert. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, yeah, he hadn't been scoring. Before that, had he? It's... No, not particularly. So, he does yeah. that though, doesn't he? He's quite streaky. Yes, he is. Yes. Like Adam's walls now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying his walls. <laughs> uh, right, well, while he's looking that, we'll go on to the next game then. So, Aston Villa versus... Uh... Well, then what's the point of that? If I've looked it up... Well, <laughs> oh, just give me a load of silence, isn't it? Why is it taking you so long? Come on, I Adam. found out who PSG were buying real fast. Because oh, I tell you what, one I piece. Just... Of... Emma. He's, yeah. He is fifty percent. Like uh, his condition is not done. His status fifty percent. Things are break and then we'll clear. We'll see what's going on. He might come back. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to interrupt this Premier League because there was two bits of news I forgot to talk about. Uh, first of all, Benjamin Mendy's been charged with two extra uh, rapes, bringing that to six well, in total. Well, that's quite a significant bit of news. Well, it is, because also yeah. because of that. Um, Chelsea's Edward Mendy has said he's upset because his image and that of his cousin, Ferland Mendy, plays for Real Madrid, has been used on images of this story of Benjamin Mendy. Oh, no. Exactly. He's the family name. Uh, well... <laughs> Even though they're not related. No, exactly. Uh, and also, I was going to read out Women's Champion League results. So, Hoffenheim nil, Barcelona 5, Arsenal 3, uh, a team I can't remember, Koj uh, nil, uh, Hacken 1, Benfica 2, Bayern 1, Leon nil. So, tell me quickly before we go back to the Premier League about Barcelona then and their 5 0 win. Uh, they're the best team in Europe, probably the world. How good are, I mean, give us a, a sort of taste of the team they beat. How good are Hoffenheim? Uh, I don't know if they're that good, really. Uh, but you've got to beat what's in front of you, right? No, that's true. I just didn't know whether there was sort of, it was like a 5 0 schlacking of a really, really good team or, or how good. No, I don't. they're not that great. No? Okay, so what stage are we I've, at? I've of, seen better teams. What stage are we at of the Champions League? Is it quarterfinals? Uh, group no. stages. Still group stages. Oh, it? oh okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you feel? Surely you must feel just supremely confident. I think they will be defending their title. Successfully? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. All it take, all it will take, is an Icelandic ash cloud, <laughs> <laughs> or just hey, like, they tried to get COVID to stop them last year, <laughs> and it didn't work. So, or just Chelsea to lie down like they did last time as well. Was it Chelsea in the final? 
It was Chelsea in the final, and they were atrocious. They were. I couldn't. I couldn't figure out in that whether Chelsea were really, really bad or Barcelona was incredibly good and just didn't let Chelsea be anything. Uh, I think that Barcelona. Do you know what? I've seen Barcelona play better. Have you? So I did. <laughs> yes, I've genuinely seen them play better. Crikey. So yeah. Fair enough. Right. Sorry. Uh, sorry for that. I wanted to go back and talk about that. No, we time. should talk about. Um, PSG and Tonya Harding. I didn't want to talk about that because I didn't really know all the huge ins and outs, and I didn't want to get something particularly wrong. It's wild. Just just know that much, listener. <laughs> Gunnar, you talk about it, eh? before we go back to Aston Villa Brighton. Um, well, a allegedly you need to say that, right? Yes, quite a lot. <laughs> allegedly. Eric Abidal's wife orchestrated an attack on Gera Hamraoui, who used to play for Barcelona, um, because she had an affair with Eric Abidal, uh, and it was an act of revenge. And somehow they tried to implicate the other PSG player, which was very strange. It's a murky yeah, world, French bit. football, isn't it? French football and <laughs> sex, given Karim Benzema as well. Yeah, and, and uh, Herrera was robbed by a prostitute. Yes, he was, wasn't he? He was just giving a lift home. <laughs> <laughs> it was raining. He didn't want to see her get wet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, right, brilliant. Right. Paris is a wild When you think about what Sammy Nasri got up to as well, it does seem, yeah. there does seem to be a pattern. Olivier Giroud, I'm... he cheated on his wife, didn't he? I'm going to start watching more League Gone. <laughs> just Frenchman at it all the while. It's <laughs> just where the action is. <laughs> uh, okay, Aston Villa versus Brighton. I don't think the, act, the problem is that the action's not on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, the, the last thing you should be doing is watching League Gun. You should be watching them when they finish playing. <laughs> Do you know what? You're right, yeah. I'm just going to go and take the train to Paris. you going to troll the hotels. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find some action, don't worry. Uh, okay, Aston Villa versus Brighton, 3 o'clock on Saturday in the Steve Sidwell derby. Uh, Stevie G's! First game, he's the 13th Premier League manager for Aston Villa. Um, what do we make of this appointment, guys, and how do we think he will be getting on? I'll get that new manager back. <laughs> Have you been doing sort of uh, rain dances and all that sort of thing for him? No, I'd like him to succeed just enough that he can get the Liverpool job in <laughs> <a> spectacular fashion. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the, the opposite of the Oli Gunnar Solskjaer effect where we don't actually want him sacked. We need him to do good enough, <laughs> good enough that he can get the Liverpool job. Yeah, yeah. Although Oli, Oli was able to tarnish his, his his legacy at Cardiff before getting the Man United job, so maybe that's not even a prerequisite anymore. No, no, maybe not. Uh, okay, yeah. So uh, new manager bounce then. Uh, do we reckon it's going to be a, a Villa win? No. Did you say they were playing? Brighton. Oh no, Brighton were going to win. <laughs> Well, Villa have lost their last five. Brighton have drawn four out of their last five. I'm sticking with Brighton. Yeah, me too. Yeah, OK. Uh, Burnley versus Crystal Palace, three o'clock in the Ian Wright derby. Palace have won their last two. Oh, what and... a game. <laughs> Palace have won their last... Last match of the day. Oh, do you know what? I was just thinking... No, <laughs> no, I'm going next game. Uh, Palace have won their last two and are beaten in six. Burnley drawn two out of three. Um... 
Burnley have won their last three against Palace, keeping clean sheets. Uh, and Conor Gallagher has got four goals and two assists in ten Premier League games so far. But I am going to go with a Palace win, I think. Emma, what do you reckon? Well, people keep trying to tell me that Crystal Palace are quite good. Um, or at least that Patrick Vieira is doing a good job. Are these people in the supermarket telling you this? or? <laughs> do you know why? In Barcelona, we don't really talk about Crystal Palace on, in the supermarket that much. These aren't random strangers stopping you in the street, then? No, no. Oh, whereas here I can't move for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in London as well, aren't you? Yeah, well, they're not in London. They're from Croydon. <laughs> no one wants to go there. Is that a bad place? <laughs> have, I got, have, I got, have I got to go on that rant again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get him started on this. They're away this week, Adam. It'd be fine. I felt so old when um, uh, Conor Gallagher came on for uh, in the in the England game on Monday. And I didn't know who he was. Do you know what I did? That you know the, there was a photo of the England players coming back on the private plane. There was at least one player there I didn't recognise. I was like, when did this happen? When did I stop recognising players who were playing for England? <laughs> Don't worry, it'll only get worse. Uh, okay, yeah, so um, Bernie Palace, how do you reckon it's going to go? It's a game of football that's going to happen. I want Crystal Palace to win. I do, but do you think they will? I don't will? want them to win, but I think they will win. Yeah? But I don't want Burnley to win either. <laughs> there is a third option you could choose. <laughs> yeah. Both teams lose. <laughs> Correct. Adam? I told you I want Crystal Palace to win. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, this is my last of the match today. Newcastle versus Brentford. Uh, three o'clock in the Carl no, Court no, derby. No, no way. No way is this last of match of the day. Oh, no. It would... The how factor. Have Brentford disrespected. No, you're right. There's, the Eddie Howe factor. There's Eddie Howe. They, they, they're, they're Newcastle. They've got juice now. Yeah, so uh, Eddie Howe's first game. Um, how do we think that? Oh, uh, Ivan Tony's two, played two Premier League uh, games for Newcastle uh, about five years ago. Uh, Newcastle have conceded 49 goals to former players. That is a Premier League record. Whoever, it, came, up with that, whoever came up with that stat has got too much time on their hands. <laughs> Brentford have lost their last four. Of course, Newcastle are winless in uh, 11. Still on that Brentford train. Yeah. Emma still blindly thinks that Brentford is sneaky good. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like the, the train. Have you seen that movie Snowpiercer? No. Or the TV show Snowpiercer? No. No. Which is about people on a train going through an after some huge crisis on Earth and everybody's terrible. Nope. Yeah, it's a bit like that train. It's going bad real fast. Uh, one of the last eight managers to have taken control of Newcastle, only Alan Pardew has started control. with the win. Control. <laughs> taken back control. Uh, only Alan Pardew has started with the win. So we reckon for Eddie Howe, uh, is this the dawn of a new era? Apparently he's been training Newcastle players so hard that um, some of them have been sort of being sick on the training pitch and sort of collapsing bent over double. Uh, that's such a trope. <laughs> that's a proper Harry Redknapp thing, isn't it? I, I was new thinking about that. makes players run. Yeah, no, it's, they're not fit enough. Always, not fit enough. It's always they're not fit enough. Yeah, once I get them fit, they're not fit enough. I don't know what I'm they fit. were doing, eating fucking pie and chips before I got here. But <laughs> I banned, I banned ketchup, and now they get, and now I'm getting them fit. They're gonna run. <laughs> that was a proper Harry Wednap thing he used to do, wasn't he? Um, 
Are we going to turn up, c- c- complain that everyone's injured, and talk about how he was down to the bare bones? Yes. Um, is there going to be an Eddie Howe bounce, a new manager bounce for him? Hope not. Um, I, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything other than Brentford, even though I'm pretty sure that Newcastle will win. But Brentford. <laughs> where Where is it? Sorry, Chris. Uh, Newcastle. I think Newcastle will win. Yeah. Someone suggested this week that Eddie Howe looked like a teddy bear. If you look at his head, uh, Eddie Howe looks like a Eddie Howe looks like an Ewok. He's grown too big. Yes, <laughs> he does. Gotta Google pictures of him now. Hang on. Okay, well, why you do that? Newcastle versus Southampton, three o'clock in the Nathan Redmond derby. I don't think Newcastle Norwich. Twice. Norwich versus Southampton. Uh, Dean Smith is going to make history in uh, this game. Does anybody know why? Yeah, because he's playing. He's going to play Southampton. He's going to manage it against Southampton for the second game in a row, with, but with a different club. Well, I imagine it doesn't matter whether it's for a different club or not. He's going to manage two consecutive Premier League games against Southampton. Two consecutive losses against Southampton for different clubs. Is that what you're suggesting? Correct. <laughs> he does look like a new one. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> Uh, Southampton won three out of four. That's as many as they've won in their previous eighteen. Uh, Norwich won their first game of the season last time. Um... <laughs> Fired their manager. <laughs> Fired their manager. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Emma, can you see a Norwich win here? Ooh, no. <laughs> is this not? Is there not something a little bit odd about Dean Smith taking the Norwich job? Why? Does it not lack a little bit of ambition? On whose part? On his part. Uh, what do you think he should be aiming for? Well, uh, Manchester City. No, Manchester United. You're essentially taking. He's essentially taking it. When you, if, if you're taking the Norwich job, you're essentially taking a Championship job, aren't you? Uh huh. Yeah. Because they're but, getting relegated. Exactly. Certainly. Yeah. Exactly. So, but does is is someone like? Because I think a lot of people. A general consensus seemed to be that Dean Smith was doing the, an all right, an all right job, and was maybe a little bit hard done by, and his overall work at Villa was good. Like, had he not done enough that he could have been at least getting one of these clubs who were trying to, at least maybe someone who's even had, just was in a fight against relegation as opposed to a team that had already laid down. No, I think you're right. I think there's something in that because I wonder if that was one of the reasons why Frank Lampard supposedly turned them down was because. I don't think Frank Lampard turned them down. Oh, don't you? <laughs> okay. I, I, I think someone else turned Frank Lampard down, and he. he <laughs> I, I, I think he quit before he was fired. Oh, okay, fair enough. I don't, I think, I don't that, think they even I think asked him. I, I, well, I think Frank Lampard was in the running for the job, and then all of a sudden Dean Smith became available, and all of a sudden they called their interest on Frank quite spectacularly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, I think you're right in the Dean Smith-Norwich thing. Uh, he, I think maybe he could have hung out for something more if he'd got uh, maybe have a bit of a holiday or something. But look how good he's going to look if he manages somehow, inexplicably, but he's not, to uh, keep look, them come, up. He, come on, let's be real. He's <laughs> I not said good, inexplicably. I expressly said inexplicably. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, but he'll look like a hero. Well, in that world, he'll look like a... Yeah, in that world, he'll win Coach of the Year. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we all going to Southampton in this one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, Chris, yeah. Chris, just yeah. take it from now, but 
I'm going on uh, for the rest of the, the season. I'm going against every team that Norwich are playing. <laughs> You're going against Except every team. Liverpool. So, no, no. So, so Norwich versus, and I'm picking the, whoever that blank is. Oh, I'm really going to pick Liverpool. Why are you going to pick Liverpool? Why would you do that? Because that's what I'm going to try and play for curses. <laughs> ah. I might forget every week and keep asking you. That's fine. Uh, Watford versus Manchester United, three o'clock in the Chris Eagles derby. Uh, Watford lost four out of five. Uh, anyone want to know who that one win was against? Everton. <laughs> the People's Club. The People's Club. Uh, and of course, Manchester United lost three out of four. Um, Watford conceded at least. Because they have not had the they've not had the privilege of playing Everton. <laughs> <laughs> Watford conceded at least once in their last twenty-one Premier League games. Uh, and Manchester United are winless in three versus promoted teams. Um, this is going to be Manchester United win though isn't it uh, where is it at Watford oh they uh, tend to be better away United do don't they they do they have quite a good away record don't they mm. do, you, do you want to know my biggest problem with Watford Go on. the place or the, the team the, the team okay <laughs> um, what is the animal on their badge I think that was your biggest problem. <laughs> no, it's not though, is it? Isn't it? No. no. God, what is it? It's a stag. Oh. Yeah. What's their nickname? The Hornets. Wow. How well, have the, we got to that? Well, the Hornets, I guess. The Hornets, I guess, is a reference to the yellow. But why would you? Why would you why have, why would you have a, a big animal on your badge? No, it is a bit weird. Yeah, I don't like the fact that they've got a stand named after a man who uh, enabled paedophilia but maybe that's not a, as good a reason as yours look at, uh, me, taking, um, look at me taking the moral high ground are you ta- is, who are we talking about now I can't see you all the way up well, I know, all I know is there's an Elton John stand <laughs> it's not an Elton John stand no it's the Graham Taylor stand Graham Taylor oh uh, okay Yes, he's been named. I was just thinking, what don't I know about Elton? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, he... they didn't put that in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Graham Taylor's been named in multiple accounts of sort of trying to smooth things over um, with parents and players when it came to his coaches having wandering hands back in the day, rather than reporting it to the police or something. Excellent. Yes. Uh, uh, I should learn that from Florida State. <laughs> uh, Wolves versus West Ham and three o'clock is the uh, last of the three o'clock kickoffs of the Matt Jarvis derby. West Ham won four out of five. Uh, Wolves have won three out of five, but they lost to Palace last time. Um, excluding penalties, West Ham has scored six goals from set pieces uh, this season. That's the most in the Premier League. Wolves have not conceded from set pieces though. I mean, I think West Ham has scored plenty of plenty of goals, not from set pieces as well. Though they're well, not some sort of they're not some sort of set piece merchant. I think that I need to keep reminding myself every week when we're doing this that West Ham are actually quite good. Now I think they beat Liverpool, didn't they? Was it the last time before the international? What do you mean? They, you think? I can't. <laughs> yeah, no, they definitely did. No, they definitely they, oh, yeah. they definitely did. I just can't remember if that was the final game before the international break or it was. Okay, fine. So yes, they're on a, a bit of a high at the moment, aren't they? And I guess I don't know when Raul Jimenez would have got back from international duty, nor Huang on the other side of the world either, whether that might be a factor or not. 
I mean, didn't you say that Michael Antonio scored for Jamaica? He did, I guess. Yeah. I, I guess he's been at the other side of the world too. He has as well, hasn't he? And whether Declan Rice is is um, is well because he was he was drew from the England squad for the illness, didn't he? Did he? Okay. I so know. his uh, his um, well. I did think that he was vital for West Ham, but they actually did. They they managed to hold the results together for that little period of the season. There's already been a period without him for a couple of weeks, so um, they could maybe make do amend against him if he's not available. So um, I still think yeah, West Ham are good. And yeah, it's weird. I still yeah, I still yeah, I think West Ham are going to win this one as well, Emma. Yeah, I think they will pretty comfortably. Okay, that's three o'clock. Uh, half past five. Um, well, the skies the Michael Thomas Derby as Liverpool take on Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal won their last three. Or I've got it written here, of course. Liverpool lost versus West Ham. Um, Liverpool, their last three losses in the Premier League have been against London clubs. They subsequently lost the the next game uh, after a Premier League loss, and then that was also against the London club. Arsenal are from London. They are. So, and they're quite okay. Yeah, they got six clean sheets in their last nine away games. Or at least, at least I'm willing to say on a run of form. <laughs> well, I don't think they've lost, have they, since those first two games of the season? They've got six clean sheets in nine away. Yeah, they're still Arsenal, though. So. They are, yeah. <laughs> um, they lose three games of the season. I, mean, I think it was more than two. Maybe three then, yeah, but they haven't... Was, and then, and then they played sorry. Then they played Norwich. They played Norwich, and Norwich made everything all right. <laughs> they got a nice confidence boost. <laughs> um, Mo Salah at the Coliseum against Arsenal. He's got nine, uh, sorry, seven goals and two assists in nine games. So he likes did playing. Did he get injured team. playing for Egypt? Did he? I know a lot of players did. No, Jordan Henderson did. <laughs> I don't know if he did. I'm just hoping that he did. Oh no, he definitely no, played. <laughs> <laughs> You're just throwing chaos grenades out there. <laughs> no. Yes. I remember watching. I, I watched the highlights. Some of them pure lies, but just just to try and shit Chris up. <laughs> now I watched the highlights from the game, and I thought I don't remember him getting injured. Um, so Andy Robertson has come back injured, uh, which I'm sure you're both gutted about. Um, no, devastated. I think Jordan Henderson's come back injured, and I think Sadio sure Mane got injured. Yeah, Sadio Mane's come back with an injury as well. So, um, oh, such a shame. Could be, yeah, could be a little tough this game. I'm going to go for an Arsenal win. I would never be so bold. Yeah, well, I'm only saying it to make me feel better. <laughs> I will go with a, I will go with a draw. Okay. Emma, Emma. I couldn't work out if I wanted. To, I couldn't work out if I wanted to go pro curse. <laughs> The curse has become the curses. Trying to work out how to play it. Difficult, isn't it? Because it mm, turns out there is such thing as curses. <laughs> yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, or, or as I, Russ likes to call him, Tino. <laughs> um, I think Liverpool are going to win. No. Oh. Don't say that. 
7-0. I'll tell you what it is. If that happens, <laughs> I want you predicting all our results. All injuries. <laughs> Every player, when he scores one of those seven goals, gets injured. Yeah. Andy Robertson's going to make a recovery, but he's going to somehow end up with a broken leg and a broken jaw. And his head will fall off or something. <laughs> no, the, jaw, the jaw's unrelated to football. It's just because he mouthed off in the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Andy Robinson doesn't have a permanent broken jaw. <laughs> uh, on Sunday, Manchester City versus Everton in the Chinch Derby, Adam. Um, that's two o'clock on Sky. Who has seen Jack Grealish get up to shenanigans this last week? Oh, uh, what kind of shenanigans has he been getting up to? If you say things like that, and I'm worried that you've been watching more football players' penises on Twitter again. No, uh, not that. Uh, he has been cheating on his girlfriend, who apparently is his childhood sweetheart, uh, with Emily Etak of the Inbetweeners. So it's footballers' penises on Twitter. That's not been on Twitter. Who <laughs> <laughs> from the Inbetweeners? Emily Etak. Which character is that? Oh, hang on. Hang on, hang on. She's very famous, then. She was Neil. <laughs> Emily Atak. In between is what? Charlotte. Oh, she only got the role because her dad was like um, one of the... She, she, she had full-on Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe um, syndrome. Oh, is she? Yeah, I, I saw that in one of those like making of documentaries. Oh, okay. About, about when they're making the film. Yeah, so she's the daughter of Kate Robbins, the actress, and Keith Atak, the he was in a band called Child. That's not a bit, bit weird. Uh, anyway, yeah, so uh, Mrs. Oh, uh, Greenish's girlfriend, who's a childhood sweetheart, um, has uh, given him a an ultimatum: it's her or me. You wouldn't have thought that to look at him that he'd be a fuckboy. Where did she learn that from? Colleen Rooney. Sorry, Emma, you don't think to look at... Yeah, you wouldn't think to look at him that he would be a fuckboy. Well, in lockdown... A haircut? No, never. (laughs) In lockdown, he has... Just seems like the type. (laughs) In lockdown, he was photographed uh, naked in a bed with uh, another naked lady, wasn't he? That was all over um, Twitter. Seems like a classy guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he'll be on the pitch. Are you, on... are you actively search out Jack Grealish's cock? <laughs> <laughs> it wheezes. Seems in... like he's willing to show it. <laughs> it wheezes in a brummy accent. Um, so yeah, let's hope he'll be scoring on the pitch. Uh, Manchester City won three. Why out... would we hope for that? <laughs> well, because you hope for bad things for Liverpool. Uh, Manchester City won. Th- Three out of four against Everton. Um, they drew the last game, um, but Manchester City. Where do we go this, Chris? Playing Man City. Manchester City. Zero hope. Manchester City's last. Manchester City's last seven against Everton. They've uh, won seven, scored twenty-one, conceded five, and Gabriel Jesus. Uh, speaking of Jack Grealish, averages a goal every sixty-nine minutes versus Everton. Excellent. That's good. That's good to know. I'll bet on that. Is it? Is this the game at two o'clock so I can go swimming? Uh, yes, you might want to go to the serpentine okay. for a swim. I will go for a swim. Is Yeri playing? It doesn't matter. <laughs> will it be in the serpentine? I just don't want to see him sad. I imagine 
that Yeri was. I imagine Yeri became fit just in time to play for Columbia. He's now retired. <laughs> I just don't want to see him not smiling. Let me have a look. Is Yeri playing? Considering we've got six injuries, it feels unlikely. Are you playing? <laughs> Mason Holgate suspended. Have you got any local kickboxers or basketball players? <laughs> Corey ruled out. Dominic Calvert-Lewin ruled out. Yeri Mina, 75% Ooh. chance. Andre Gomez, 75% chance, but that's basically a game, isn't it? <laughs> More or less, yeah. 90% is out for him. Tom, Dav- Tom Davies also ruled out, so excellent. <laughs> oh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be more Solomon Rondon, and it's a good good day to be Gabriel Jesus, though. Yeah, get me a fancy team. Yeah. Uh, Double captain. Yeah, and finally, uh, Spurs versus Leeds half past four on Sky in the Paul Robinson derby, but not that one, um, or that one. Uh, Spurs have got zero wins in three. Their last win was against Newcastle uh, in the seventeenth of October. That was the one when the owners had first taken over at Newcastle, and everyone was very happy for the first. 10 minutes um, Leeds drew against last, Leicester last time out uh, this is Antonio Conte's first home game and he's banned ketchup and he's banned ketchup what a monster this is going to be a Spurs win I think no nothing good's going to happen in that stadium why do, they, why do you think managers ban ketchup because it happens all the time I think they pick on a thing that it looks a bit it's got gloopy. Too much sugar in it? Yeah, they want to look like they're laying down a marker. And of yeah, course, but then, you think about, then, but then what happens is you appoint Claudio Ranieri as manager, and he allows you to have ketchup, and all the players do well because they're happy. <laughs> How much of football yeah, history has been shaped by ketchup? Pizza. How much of you will buy them pizza. <laughs> I just don't understand what, like, how much damage is ketchup doing? I bet Harry Kane has pineapple on his pizza. Also, really, what foods are they being given that they can eat with ketchup, acceptably? <laughs> yeah, who's putting ketchup on their pasta? Yeah, like, I can't imagine that the canteen at, at any, maybe Burnley, or any <laughs> other... <laughs> Football club serves chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Who has ketchup on chicken nuggets? Me? No. Children? <laughs> 44 year old men? <laughs> men in their mid 40s? Oh, why is ketchup an, un- an unacceptable sauce, for ke- a condiment for ke- chicken nuggets? Well, I've got to be honest, it should be brown sauce rather than ketchup. Are you asking me, or why do I think Antonio Conte thinks it is? No, I want to know what ketchup, what condiment you would have with chicken nuggets. Oh, am I getting them from McDonald's? You can have them from wherever your heart desires. <laughs> I only really get chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Okay, then McDonald's then. But then I'm getting uh, sweet and sour sauce. Okay. Or the curry sauce. Right, how do you think this one's going to go? Antonio Conte probably banned it because he's Italian. They're like that, aren't they? <laughs> I just they're great it, men. It's just strange to like. Catch That's why Giuseppe's going to win the Bake Off? Oh right, well, we can't talk about that now. We're going to wrap up this podcast, but yeah, we can talk <laughs> about it. After. That's, 
a prediction is not a spoiler, Chris. <laughs> no, I want to go to bed, that's all. <laughs> ah, that's a different one. Uh, okay, so Leeds what? versus Spurs. What do you reckon? Maybe you, should, maybe you should have spent half an hour talking about Taylor Swift before we started. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that movie really means? Spurs <laughs> <laughs> versus Leeds. I suspect that um, it matters if Rafinha is fit and playing whether Leeds do anything good. Yeah. And Arley, do you reckon they band catch up because they play in a lot of white and it stains? Right, that- <laughs> That brings us to the end of our um, Premier League preview. That brings us to the end of our podcast. Uh, I can't take any more. I can't take any more bloody ketchup talk. Well, you don't end until I predict. Or predict something. Well, I need to ask Ross whether the Leeds players are allowed to eat ketchup or not. You could do that afterwards. You should have done that before as research. That's should have done my background reading. What makes you think that Bielsa would would play ketchup? Because he lives above the pick a big shop. I reckon he would. I reckon he would. They ketchup. No, uh, but, right, okay. We are one of the posts. We are sponsored if by. Be, if you wanted to live above a shop that sells fudge, I reckon you are like. You're gonna, you're gonna have a weakness or two. Right, you, you've got five seconds to give us a prediction. <laughs> Four, you're not the boss of me. Three, two, one. <laughs> prediction. Violence. <laughs> Right, that brings us to the end of our Premier League preview and that brings us to the end of our podcast. Uh, we'll see how those games get on over the weekend and um, Dave and Simon and Ali, we'll, I haven't done this for a couple of weeks, no, I forgot who they were. Yeah, I forgot who they were. Uh, Simon and Ali. <laughs> they'll be back to preview the games that we've um, reviewed the games that we've been previewing. Uh, just to let you know that we are sponsored by Manscaped. Uh, you can go to manscaped.com, place an order, and if you use the code uh, MOTP, you'll get twenty percent off of your uh, first order. And um, we can highly recommend its products. Uh, if you like what you hear, you can rate and review us on, uh, give us a good review on iTunes or on Spotify, Acast, or Stitcher and you um, uh, will push us up through the charts and get our podcast moved to the top so more people can listen, which would be lovely. If you uh, also like us, you can follow or... Um, uh, I don't even subscribe on iTunes. I don't listen to podcasts on iTunes anymore. Subscribe. Uh, and all your future episodes will fall automatically in your inbox. Uh, we are Man of the Post. We are at Man of the Post on Twitter. We are at Man of the Post on Instagram. And you can give us a like on Facebook too. Uh, Adam, if they want to follow you, how do they do that? Adam, I say 101. Uh, Emma, they can't follow you? Nope. Okay. Um, you can follow me at Jessie Loesch, seeing as she's not here, when she's supposed to have been. Um, and that's it, guys. Thank you ever so much for joining us. You're more than welcome. Lovely jubbly. If, if you, even if you did develop a bit of a tone towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go to bed. I'm tired. Right. Always remember to keep your man in the post. <laughs>